seat, grab a cup, and get ready to share, listen, and learn. This is my favorite coffee story with your host, Aniko Samoji. You'll hear about the stories about coffee itself, the history, health benefits, recipes, and more, along with some personal stories inspired by coffee and the lifestyle. Now, here is Aniko Somoji. Welcome to my favorite coffee story. So delighted you've joined us. Welcome to our listeners all around the world. Um, anyway, aloha from from Anikona Farm in beautiful Hawaii, the big island right above Kona. We have a wonderful show today. We are having a coffee blast off with (laughs) our wonderful co-founder, Snowing in Space Coffee Company co-founder, Paul Durkis. And before we introduce Paul, uh, we have our time for Anikona Farm Moments. So I always love to share with our listeners what's been going on at the farm. Something unique happened last week. We actually were in Japan all last week. um, And the reason why we're in Japan, we were sampling and sharing um, coffee. We shared Anikona coffee to various luxurious uh, Japanese inns across Japan. They're called Ryokans. And the Ryokan Inn is um, just a wonderful traditional inn where you you enjoy often nature, um, delicious meals, and often in nature, the Ryokans that we went to, and we had about seven or eight visits and I'm very grateful to our hosts we actually toured from Nikko Japan to Nagano to Hakone and then ventured back to Tokyo and there's a non-stop flight from Kona so it's wonderful to see our friends in Japan and share Anikona coffee we targeted a lot of the inns that were near hot springs spas oh and I have to share with our listeners we had an amazing experience in Nagano area where, where they had the Winter Olympics one year but in Nagano it becomes cold during the winter and the snow monkeys come down from the mountains during this time and you can actually see them they come down the mountains because they will soak in the hot springs and the snow monkeys are so adorable as they're just hanging out in the hot springs and all relaxed so that was a very special highlight so we were grateful to our hosts at the Rio Cons and it was a wonderful time to share Anikona coffee so and now we're going to be talking about Snowing in Space Coffee Company in Charlottesville, Virginia, with Paul Durkis, co-founder. So welcome, Paul. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, we're so glad you've joined us, and we are so excited, and our listeners can't wait to hear about Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Um, and, And actually, uh, we'd love to learn about how you started, and if you could kind of take us through a little bit, kind of your early days in your career, please, and how you met your co-founders, and how you actually got into thinking of, of starting a coffee company. Yeah, so our company's pretty young. Uh, we're a little over a year old. Um, probably been working on this for about two and a half years now, but we just launched uh, May of last year. Uh, but leading up to this, I started uh, an ad agency in Charlottesville, Virginia. We do um, really a lot of uh, work, anything from package design to uh, video production. Um, but back in a, about 2010, we got into craft beer package design. Um, we work with a few craft brewers over here on the East Coast, and that sort of uh, sort of started my path towards uh, nitro cold brew coffee without me realizing it. Um, you know, I had cold brew for the first time probably about two or three years ago, and I guess about three years ago, and I started just thinking about um, what an interesting product it was in terms of uh, the flavor, uh, the drinkability, and also the shelf life, uh, and how it was so much different than traditional coffee. And I immediately started making connections between that and uh, craft beer. Uh, and so that sort of was the genesis for snowing in space. Um, I 
have a partner in the ad agency. Uh, we've been friends since high school. Uh, and so the first one, he was the first one I talked to and just made sure, you know, he was on board um, he, from a creative standpoint and just a partner standpoint. Uh, we're essentially a married couple at this point. Uh, <laughs> yes, is that Joel? <laughs> yeah, that's Joel. We've been partners in uh, our other business is called OK Yellow. We've been partners in that for about 12 years now. Um, so I uh, got him on board and, you know, for a while I was just, just thinking about it. I, I had this idea. I really wanted to do it. And then about three months before my son was born, I was like, well, if I'm, if I'm going to do it, now's the time. And, uh, I also knew Damien, uh, our other co-founder from, uh, the craft beer world. Uh, he, I met him, uh, through one of my craft beer clients here, He's a uh, Darden MBA grad, uh, and I met him through this guy, Hayes, who's also a Darden MBA grad who works at Devil's Backbone Brewing Company. And so I knew um, he would be a great fit on the operations side uh, and finance side and has a lot of uh, knowledge and skills that you know, are, are, are beyond me and I, I just don't have. So uh, I immediately wanted to... W- go and, and talk to him about this and we were playing on a kickball team together uh and <laughs> so i guess i i told him at kickball i was like you gotta come try this uh cold brew uh i think it's really interesting i think there's a lot of uh interesting potential for it and so the next day we went and we had it and uh we went and had some beers and uh after that and just started talking about um you know what what we might do and it's been a long road since then uh, that, you know, our idea has evolved uh, and it evolves every day with, <laughs> uh, yes. with all the new knowledge we're gaining as, as we figure this out. So uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun and it's been really interesting and, and we all kind of have very complementary skill sets. So it works really well. Well, you sound like an amazing team. I can just imagine if you were when you were brainstorming on the name and Snowing in Space Coffee Company is a great name. I really, really Thank like you. it. Tell us how Thank that you. came about and how you decided on the name, please. Yeah, so none of us uh, come from a coffee background, um, and we all have a little bit of a craft beer background. So we knew uh, in starting this that we wanted to approach it a little bit more like craft beer than like coffee. Uh, and, you know, we figured everything from the, starting with the name, uh, should, should be different. And so we, we brainstormed on the name for a long time. Uh, and two of us happen to be really big, uh, fans of the movie Groundhog Day. Oh, I and love that there, movie. <laughs> there's, there's an obscure quote in there, uh, where he says the word snowing in space. And so as we were thinking about that nitro and coffee and the nitro bubbles, you know, they kind of look like snow floating in space in the liquid. Uh, and with that being such a, uh, I don't know, sentimental movie for us, I've probably seen it over a thousand times, uh, which is pretty insane. Uh, <laughs> it seemed like the perfect name. So, and we knew we wanted to have some kind of, uh, you know, nostalgic, um, aspects to our brand uh and you know we want it to feel very welcoming and warm and and we want people to feel like they they know it before they really even encounter it so uh a really interesting name was was something we wanted and snowing in space was weird enough (laughs) no it's a great name is that when paul is that when bill murray's on the phone and he's asking yeah. yeah he's asking it's is it it's snowing in space or something like that yeah, he uh, he's asking if the satellites are down, and he says, "Oh, it's right." Space? It's just a very sarcastic, great line. That that's just great. Well, the name is is really fun, and I know you have um, your your space lab, or where you actually have yep. this creamy, delicious nitro cold brew on tap there on Main Street in Charlottesville, Virginia. Tell us um, how you also decided on um, that space and um, how you actually came up with sort of on tap. And um, yeah. it seems like it's a little bit similar to craft breweries sort of bringing it in. But I bet people love coming to your space lab and trying the different flavors. 
Yeah, so we, we knew from the beginning, again, the, the whole idea was like, let's take the concepts of, of craft beer and let's apply them to coffee. So um, the tap model and kegged coffee was uh, something we, we did. The very first thing we did was we actually, um, once we had our styles and our flavors figured out, we approached a local uh, corporate office about doing a trial run in their office. And we, we started with the tasting and the employees were really into it. And um, we talked to them about doing a kegerator in their office. And we essentially launched our business with just with this one office. And everything since then has kind of been incremental and it's been very bootstrapped. We were brewing at a local brewery here. We would use their equipment. Uh, we'd brew about five kegs at a time. And then we'd run those kegs to a walk-in in a different facility across town. And we stored everything in my garage. And it was all, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a true, it was out of a garage, a true startup. A true, and, true startup. Yeah. And, the, and, and from that point, we knew we wanted a tap room, um, but we just didn't have a location picked out. And so we, we had a few places in mind. And one of them was a uh, spot where a, uh, brewery was uh, uh, only about three blocks from my house. So uh, I, I walk to the coffee shop every day. It's, it's right by my house, um, which is awesome. And about October of last year, the space opened up uh, and we, we jumped on it immediately. And we had it open um, by about April 1st of this past year. And everything, you know, we did everything, uh, again, pretty bootstrapped. Uh, we had to do it with our bare hands uh, and, you know, really no subcontractors or anything. We, we, you know, Damien did a lot of the work and, and figured out a, a lot of things. And what's interesting about the coffee shop, at least for now, is everything is cold brew based. So we've got up to 13 taps where we have different varieties and styles of uh, nitro cold brew coffee. We've got hot coffee, but it actually comes out of a cold brew keg, runs through an instant water heater, and comes out as hot coffee instead of a huh. uh, yeah. instead of instead of drip. And then for our espresso, we have a really highly concentrated espresso cold brew that we pour shots of, and we can steam up with milk and make all the espresso drinks. Um, you can also do shots or add a shot of espresso to any of your nitro drinks. So you can come in and do flights. It's you know it feels more like a bar than a traditional coffee shop. Uh, we we've mostly avoided browns and beiges and re- reclaimed wood and um, there's bright colors and you know there's a bar with stools around it so you can sit at the bar and uh, you can get samples of of whatever you want. And it, we're we're just trying to give it a little bit different feel. Uh, and do something a little bit different. Well, and I think that each one of you, between Damien, Joel, and you, it seems like you've brought a great piece to the puzzle and your creativity and doing something different. And I know that your your customers or the students that come on over from Darden love your cold brew, actually. And, um, oh, that's awesome to hear. It's it's uh, my son, Wyatt, who um, mentioned he knew about you through Darden, and you were nice to go over and share some of your your um, delicious cold brew coffee, <laughs> and he thought it was fantastic and really enjoyed it. So um, I, I'm excited for your, for your growth and how you're evolving, and you know, all small startups start this way, and I think your dedication and, uh, you know, good care is going to really show in everything you do. So they're in Charlottesville, and I know, you know, the Main Street area there, it seems like it's a perfect location for something fun like this, and, you know, the specialty coffee um, trends have really been growing throughout the years. What would you say? say um it seems like cold brew coffee is kind of a new trend Mm -hmm. but but what would you say um like what people are saying when they try it and uh how their what their impression is when they first try your cold brew uh you know it it depends on the person but i would say mostly it's just pleasant surprise um you know we get people who say they don't drink cold coffee or, or don't drink coffee and uh, you know, it depends what style, what what they're having, but uh, generally the, the feedback is is good. It's similar to when I first had it. Um, I'm not a traditional, I, you know, 
I tended towards, I, I had a spread, I'm an espresso drinker and I put lots of sugar in it. And really it's a, it's been a caffeine source for me. So when I had cold brew for the first time, it was kind of a revelation. It was like, Oh, this is a really, um, mellow coffee. It's not super bitter. It's not super acidic. Even someone like me that would typically put cream or sugar can drink this without. Uh, and, and that's why I found it so interesting. And then once you add the nitrogen into it and you just get this really creamy full, full body drink. Um, I think most people are just really surprised and, and, you know, a lot of them are, are kind of shocked um, just because it's a, the, the whole experience is completely different than just what your typical coffee drinking experience might be. You can, uh, I think, appreciate the flavors a little bit better because it's, uh, you know, you can let it linger in your mouth a bit and, and um, you know, you can pick up, pick up different flavor notes of coffee. And um, a lot of people can do that, but, but typically they're experienced in coffee and, and much more knowledgeable in coffee. So I think for the everyday person, it's a lot easier to uh, pick up those notes with something like a, a cold brew or a nitro cold brew. Well, it, we, we look forward to hearing after the break a little bit more about your process and how you actually um, use the nitro in the cold brew. But if we may ask you, since we have one minute before break, please, Paul, what sure. was your favorite memory then when you started Snowing in Space? Oh, that's a, uh, a good question. Um, you know, I think it might be the very first day that we set up and did a tasting. Um, we'd been, you know, working on the idea for about eight months at that point. And we showed up, uh, we, we spilled coffee, uh, all over an ice <laughs> drink. And when we finally got it set up and ready to go, it was a huge hit and it just energized us all so much. We, we felt like we were really onto something. Um, and you know, that was basically a, a really big launching off point for us. And it's been really incremental steps since then, but, uh, it was, it was a fun way to start and getting great feedback right away. It was really exciting. Oh, what a fun memory. Thank you for sharing that memory with us, Paul. And we look forward to chatting more with Paul Durkis after the break. Um, We've had so much fun talking about how Snowing in Space Coffee Company started. And uh, please join us as we find out a little bit more about how nitro is infused into the cold brew coffee right after the break. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for you with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You 
are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. We've been having such a nice time with Paul Durkis, co-founder at Snowing in Space Coffee Company, where they have delicious, creamy, nitro cold brew coffee. And we were just talking a little bit about how Snowing in Space got started, how the name actually was decided on. And now we're going to talk a little bit more for our listeners how nitro cold brew coffee is actually made with Paul. So please tell us a little bit more about the process. Sure. So um, it's you, you're basically steeping ground coffee in water um, and, you know, creating sort of a coffee extract. Um, you can steep it for, you know, everyone plays with how long they steep it, how much coffee they use, uh, how much water they use. Um, and you can play with the strength of the coffee and the flavor of, uh, the coffee through, you know, those different ratios and the length of time that you're steeping it, the temperature of the water. And, you know, there's, there's limited variables, but it's essentially like steeping, uh, tea and water. Um, but you're, you're using coffee. So we do, uh, we steep our grounds in water for somewhere between 16 and 18 hours, depending on, uh, the bean and, and the flavor we're going for. Um, and you create a ready to drink coffee product. Uh, and you know, we, we put it in, we immediately take it from, uh, the vessels that we brew in and, you know, those are getting larger and larger as we sort of scale up here. But, uh, you know, Coffee shops sometimes do them in uh, five-gallon batches, uh, five-gallon toddies, and we do. I think we can do. We just got some some really large tanks in, but I think our largest batch at this point has been about four hundred gallons. Um, wow! And we can do we can do somewhere up to six hundred gallons at a time right now. Uh, so we we filter it. Um, we filter it pretty well. Um, so there's there's very little if any sediment left, and we keg it, put them into kegs, uh, put them into a giant walk-in, and we attach a uh, nitrogen line to the kegs, and we just start pumping nitrogen into the kegs. Uh, what that does, it expels the oxygen, so there's no oxidation, and then it starts to infuse uh, these tiny little nitrogen bubbles into the liquid, uh, and then when you finally pour it from you know, off of a tap or you get it into a can, um, you get this, you know, just really creates kind of like a Guinness, but a coffee. It's just this really creamy, um, you know, and and you're not heating the coffee in the brewing process. You know, there's no burning. uh, There's much less acidity. um, It's much less bitter. It's just this like really nice, mellow uh, product. And then depending on the bean and the roast type, you can really get this wide variety of flavors. And that's what we're doing in our shop. So we primarily use single origin uh, coffee. Um, And, you know, through different origins and different roasting styles, we get different uh, flavors. And so, you know, when I say we have 13 different taps in the shop, it's, we've got a, you know, single origin Ethiopian that we use that has these really nice blueberry, fruity, floral flavors. We've got a single origin Brazilian with some graham crackery, nutty, peanut buttery flavors. Got this uh, really dark roasted Colombian with some roasty vanilla caramely notes. And, you know, you you can sit there and try all of these and really just pick out the different flavors and find something that that you really like. Uh, and then the other thing that we've started doing is, and that we want to do a lot more of is the experimentation side. And so we've currently got a dirty chai, um, which is an espresso blended with a, a chai tea. The chai tea is locally made at a shop here in Charlottesville. And we've got a, we call it peppermint ninja brain. It's a peppermint ginseng tea blended with a uh, Sumatra coffee. Um, and so you know, we're starting to experiment more with sort of these tea blends and uh, creating um, shelf-stable flavors without adding sugar, without adding milk. Which one is your favorite, Paul? Which flavor? 
Uh, I drink them all. Um, it really depends on, on the day for me and what I'm in the mood for, which is which is <laughs> what's cool. Our most popular, we call the Nom Nom. It's just a dark, roasty coffee. Um, and, you know, I, I think what we've seen and what's interesting about this is, you know, when we got into this, a lot of uh, coffee shops that were doing it, we, we noticed that they're using a lot of African coffees and you're either getting these um, citrusy notes or these fruity floral notes and it's what coffee people tend to like. And then we've noticed, you know, having a shop where we can experiment and talk to people and um, have a lot of variety, we've noticed, you know, most people drink dark roasted coffee. So they come in and they'll start with this dark roasty cold brew and they'll eventually work their way through the line and, and maybe find another one that they like or maybe stay with, with the dark roasty nom nom. So uh, our most popular is the nom nom. Uh, and then, you know, I, yeah, it really depends. Give me that was our, our first. Um, it's a, it's sort of that graham crackery, peanut buttery flavor uh, that I like on certain days. And then some days I like big blue thing, which is, has really, <laughs> You know, we call it big blue thing because you, you smell blueberry in it. People, I tell them there's nothing in it. And then they, they ask me if we put blueberry in it. And um, <laughs> it's just, it's really interesting. Uh, and so it kind of just depends what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you still like your espresso, right, in the morning? You know, uh, I only, I, I, I have shifted pretty much to just nitro cold brew at this point. Oh, okay. uh, and it hasn't been because I started a, a cold brew company, but it's just I've I guess I'm addicted now. <laughs> How do you source those um, different flavors, the coffees? Yeah, so we don't roast right now. So we work with local roasters. We have um, around nine different roasters that we work with right now, and we're adding more um, as we go. So, you know, part of what we wanted to bring from craft beer was the collaboration aspect. Yes. So um, we try to engage the coffee community as much as we can. We work with almost every roaster in Charlottesville. Uh, and we also do um, the cold brewing for some of the coffee shops here. Um, so we've developed really great relationships with uh, coffee partners. Um, we work with some in Richmond. We're starting to work with some in Northern Virginia. Uh, and we really just like, you know, working with roasters um, and really, I mean, in our shop, we partner with um, local uh, bakeries and restaurants for food as well. We work with local kombucha companies. So really, it's just about trying to work with the local community. And as we move into other markets, we like to continue doing that. Um, and one of the great things we've found from doing that is every, every roaster seems to have their own style, um, their own way of doing things. And so we've been able to work with them to highlight, um, what they do well. So, you know, if they're, if they are a uh, roaster that really likes to dark roast their coffee, or if they really like to light roast their coffee, or, uh, if they like to source a particular type of bean that their customers like, um, we try and work with them and create styles that we like, but also that, you know, they think uh, accentuates what they do well. So true. Well, the nice thing about being in Charlottesville is that the roasteries there are really well known um, mm -hmm. for their good good coffees. So it's nice that you can team up. I also have seen that you offer um, one of the bakeries possibly does pop tarts. Are you? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's actually uh, my one of my wife and I's uh, really great friends. She did our wedding our, our wedding cake. Um, but she does homemade Pop-Tarts and also uh, ice cream and ice cream sandwiches. Uh, it's called Wonderment uh, Creamery and Bake Shop. And she makes everything from scratch. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and she um, does a lot of does a lot with UVA. She does a lot of farmers markets. She's got a food truck and um, she just it's the best tasting treats you've ever had so uh i would encourage you to yeah come check it out at the shop she uh does a lot of interesting uh flavor varieties as well and does seasonal um 
flavors. So uh, they're they're really popular uh, and really really tasty. Yeah, I can imagine. Are you possibly even thinking of maybe doing a, a holiday or seasonal uh, cold brew coffee by chance? Um, possibly. We've done some. Um, we've done some interesting. So so right now we're not really flavoring too much, you know, other than some tea blends, but we've done like a, uh, whiskey barrel age. So we partnered with Virginia distillery, which is located uh, about 45 minutes from our shop and they'll give us a barrel and we'll actually age cold brew in the barrel, um, in a walk-in and you get this, uh, really oaky, uh, creamy, uh, even it's even creamier than, than our typical, wow. uh, cold brew it's, it's really really tasty um and then if you come into the shop we will do some you know we do seasonal flavors so we've recently had a uh, maple bacon latte that we've been making that's uh really addictive um <laughs> but i think on the cold brew side you know for now we're mostly sticking with single origins and some tea blends well that sounds like a Just a great strategy. And speaking of sort of the marketing strategy, since um, you come from an advertising background a little bit, so how has it been to try and uh, encourage people? Because this is a new thing and a fun thing and it's delicious. But I'm, I'm wondering sort of how do you go about, I know people have to taste it, sort of sharing it and, and educating people about nitro cold brew. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, you know, it's an emerging market. Uh, if you're in the coffee industry, you know about it. And so you, you kind of lose perspective that, you know, if you look at something like craft beer that, you know, has been an explosive industry now for, um, you know, going on about 10 years uh, of, of growth and it's just starting to slow down a little bit, um, you still have to go out and taste do sampling of that product every single day. Um, and there's, you're still going to run into people every single day that have never had a craft beer and will say, I, you know, I've heard about craft beer. Uh, you know, what is it, what is it all about? And so we are in the very infant stage of, uh, you know, craft beer essentially. So almost everyone we encounter has never tried nitro cold brew and Charlottesville is a pretty small town. So yes. uh, a lot of people, you know, we'll run into a lot of people that are like, oh, I've heard of you or I've, I've seen you. But, you know, most people have not actually tried it. So it's really about getting out there and sampling the product. And then what we want to do, you know, as far as branding and marketing goes, is we want to try and make the whole thing as fun and enjoyable as, as possible. So, you know, we're trying to find interesting, interesting ways and fun ways to engage with people and sample the product. So we just did an event. Um, at UVA, and we did what we called coffee pong, which was a uh, playoff of beer pong. Uh, there was no beer involved, <laughs> but we we set up some branded uh, pint glasses, and uh, you know if you sampled a coffee, if you sampled our product, you could shoot a ping pong ball at a cup, and if you made it, you got to keep the the pint glass. Um, so just trying to find That's- interesting ways to to get people in and to try it. You know, a lot of people say I don't drink cold coffee, and then they try it and love it, um, and so. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a really interesting time because uh, the industry is is ever you know we kind of think it's going to really grow, uh, and when we get it into places like offices where they're able to drink it every day, there's a lot of excitement, and you know we get a lot of uh, you know offices are are really into it, uh, and so that's a, another great way to sample the product and and get it out to people. Well, and so would you just deliver one of your kegs or you deliver the smaller cans? What what do you typically so, do there? So for offices, we will provide the equipment, we'll manage and service the equipment. We drop off uh, kegerators and we can do up to three taps and we have a variety of styles so we can rotate through styles of coffee on tap. And so we'll put a you know kegerator, which is basically a mini fridge that can fit up to three kegs in it. And when you run out of coffee, we bring a new keg and your employees have access to locally roasted, really delicious, ready to go coffee. It keeps everyone, uh, you know, highly energized and 
you're, you're using less cream and less sugar, so there's a wellness factor to it. And you know, especially with companies that have a younger employee base um, or recruiting, I think it's a it's a good tool for recruitment and, and marketing, and it's good for like company culture and branding, which um, you know a lot of companies are, are focused on now. It's um, a benefit essentially. Uh, so we have a uh, offices all around Charlottesville, all the way up into DC right now that we uh, provide these kegerators and then essentially provide on on demand uh, nitro cold brew delivery service. And well, then I think on the can side, that's primarily retail for us. So we have um, three different styles of nitro cold brew uh, that are in cans, um, and we you know serve those through. Retailers, uh, everything from UVA to, uh, which is University of Virginia, to gas stations to restaurants um, around Charlottesville, Richmond, Northern Virginia, uh, Lynchburg. Well, you have such creativity in your team between you, Damien, and Joel, and the rest of your team. And we look forward, Paul, to hearing about what are some of your plans for the future and some of your current projects, which is very exciting over there at Snowing and Space Coffee Company. So we've been having such a nice time. Thank you for sharing with us the process um, and a little bit about how you actually make your delicious coffee. And when we come back after the break, our listeners will be excited to hear about some of the things that you're doing down the road. Um, So please join us right after the break. We're talking with Paul Durkis, co-founder of Snowing and Space Coffee Company. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story, and we are having such a nice time with Paul Durkis, co-founder of Snowing and Space Coffee Company, and we were talking about how one makes nitro cold brew coffee and the creaminess of that and the deliciousness of that. And Snowy and Space Coffee Company has been growing and um, certainly they have, um, you can find their coffee in in retail shops as well as in offices and things. But now we're going to ask Paul a little bit about what some of their current projects are and also some of your future dreams, Paul. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... um Current projects kind of change every single day, it seems like. Um, We're currently working on uh, expanding our distribution into Northern Virginia uh, and Washington, D.C. So we're hiring a couple of sales reps up there. Uh, And what that means is, you know, we've got uh, our cans and we've got our kegs. And, um, you know, our cans are primarily retail and then our kegs are primarily office, but we also... Uh, serve them at retail as well. So, um, you know, people put them on tap in their 
bar or restaurant uh, or, or gym or wherever. Uh, the cool thing about this is it can go way more places than alcohol can go. Um, and it's, you know, a great tool for, you know, people who, who work out or, um, really anyone it's coffee, right? So yes. <laughs> everyone, exactly. uh, so we're working on expanding up there. Um, at the same time, we are working on introducing some new products to our, our can line. So Currently, what we have uh, is a we have a dark roast in cans. We've got a medium roast, and then we've got a dirty chai. We're going to be replacing the dirty chai or eliminating it temporarily, and we're bringing in big blue thing, which is that light roast, oh, uh, right. blueberry. Uh, what I would describe as like you know our coffee nerd, and I say that affectionately, our coffee nerd flavor uh, or style. <laughs> And then we're bringing in something we call Afternoon Delight, which is going to be a uh, lower caffeine option. Uh, and then ideally sometime in the next month or so, we're hoping to take our espresso uh, concentrate and get that packaged up as well. So working on some new new packaged products, uh, working on sort of making headway in the Northern Virginia, D.C. market. We're looking for distributors. Uh, you know, currently we self-distribute. Uh, so we're driving, you know, we're, if someone in Richmond needs product one day, we're driving to Richmond. If someone in D.C. needs it, we're driving to D.C. So we're driving all around the state. Um, we're, we're stretching ourselves very thin. We're working really hard and we're just looking at, at every opportunity. So, you know, another piece of this is looking at possible retail opportunities, um, you know, especially since we're self-distributing, uh, having a place to store kegs in different markets uh, is something we're interested in. So we've, you know, looked at possible um, spots in Richmond or Northern Virginia, uh, which could serve dual purposes. One, for places to store our product for distribution, but also that we could put a retail concept on the front and, you know, in, introduce more people to the product. Um, and like we talked about on the last segment, the education piece, the cool thing about the retail shop is, you know, it's more about educating people and introducing them to Nitro Cold Brew than anything else uh, and introducing them to our brand. Uh, it's really a way for someone to come in and experience something completely different than they've ever experienced before. So that's a few things we've, um, you know, hired, like I said, a couple sales reps um, uh, around the state. And, you know, we're hoping by spring that maybe we can be, you know, move into the Virginia Beach area, maybe down into the Outer Banks area. Um, we are primarily an independent retailers right now. So we're looking at how we get into, you know, some places like Whole Foods and Harris Teeter and uh, some of these East Coast uh, larger retail chains. Um, so just a, a lot of interesting things. We're, we're not turning down any opportunity right now. We're, we're doing lots of free coffee giveaways. We just did a fun little free coffee event with a, with a great burger bar here in Charlottesville called Jack Brown's and they made a special breakfast burger for us and we, d we gave away free coffee to anyone who came in. So it's really just about, uh, doing as much as we can <laughs> well and you've been doing a great job and your you know your energy and your dedication and all that creativity really shows how you know snowing his face is really taking off and how you are you know doing various satellite <laughs> options um, <laughs> the whole space theme I just love so uh, talking about <laughs> that and it is true it's kind of like watching snow in your coffee a little bit but um, I like how you have the you know take a flight or, yep. um, you know, your space lab or, um, you know, just the whole blast off. And so coffee <laughs> blast off is really fun. And uh, I, it sounds like too, along the way, even though you work really hard and it sounds like you are um, also, you know, you have a young child at home yep. and you, you know, a lot going on and, you know, I wish you well with everything because when you put your heart into something, it will it will come about in a in a good way, and um, I think snowing in space is definitely something like that. Where you, Damien, and Joel have really put so much care into it. So I'm excited for you, and I wish you well with your next steps. Definitely, um, Paul. What would you say has been one of your favorite things of being part of snowing in space? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think 
the I think just just this is gonna sound weird, but but really just being being a part of it, um, you know, as as an entrepreneur, uh, I've wanted to do something like this uh, for a long time, and you know, I am the type of person who's always looking at like what what sort of opportunities, you know, you know, what can I do, what who how can I partner with my friends and uh, do something fun and interesting and uh, that, that people will like. And, you know, you turn, you, you, you think about a lot of things and you turn down a lot of ideas. And so just being a part of this as it's grown and grown and, and continued on over, over the last year. And like you said, it's been a lot of hard work and there's a ton of stress that goes into it. Um, and you know, you, you question whether, <laughs> whether it's yes. work all the time and, and all these things, but, uh, in the end we're, we're all working together and we're making it as fun as we can and we're doing something unique and interesting and being a part of that is, is really fun and exciting and, you know, it's crazy. We were just talking about it. We're, we're hiring people. That's, that's weird. Like, uh, we we went from one employee in our shop uh, back in April, our shop manager, Julia, who's amazing, and she was essentially our first hire, uh, to now we've hired, uh, you know, Betsy, who is our first, uh, she calls herself the, the rocket launcher, our first sales rep. And <laughs> she's been, you know, an amazing representative for, for us, and she's awesome. And, and then we we're hiring three people this month, and, um, you know, it's it's just a lot of fun. The whole thing is very fun to be a part of, and it's you know the creativity side of it, and and being able to build a brand that's that we believe in, and that's kind of about what we're about, which is you know having fun and engaging with people and being social, and uh, just trying to make it as fun for everyone as we can, and and that's what we want it to be about. <laughs> And I think it shows, I think from the start that you set out on the mission to um, actually do something different. And it seems like every step along the way, you've actually incorporated that value of let, how do we make it unique? How do we make it really just out of the norm um, and just take it to a whole new level? And that that seems like it's been a really good guiding mission for all of you. And um, it definitely shows in how you approach everything. Even that you know, Pong um, fun event at <laughs> University of Virginia, uh, very creative, but also just a great way to show how you're just, you know, unique. It takes a little extra time and effort, but um, that's what snowing in space, I think, is is why it's unique because you take that extra time and creativity, which is great. What would you say, Paul, is perhaps... Um, Maybe it's hard to narrow it down, but one of the things you're most proud of during this whole process? Um, it's probably, you know, the same thing that's been fun about it is just that we've set our mind to it and, um, you know, we've accomplished what, what we've accomplished. Um, you know, even if it all, even if it all fails, <laughs> yeah, which, no, it won't. you know, just the, uh, the fact that we've all, um, you know, built something and, and seen the excitement, uh, on people's faces when they've tried it. And, you know, we had an idea and it, it came to fruition, um, and we're, we're seeing it grow and, you know, we're getting great feedback on it and, you know, all, all the feedback we seem to get is really positive and, uh, you know, it's re really exciting and it is, you, you do feel pride when you get good feedback from people. So, um, you know, the, the fact that, that we're all doing it and we're all working together uh, and we're, we're trying to do it in a real, um, we're, we're trying to do it in a, in a way that we think is um, exciting, not just for us, but but hopefully for everyone who, who gets involved in it. Well, you can be really proud of that. Um, how do you balance your time? Uh, you know, what are, <laughs> between, because being an entrepreneur um, is definitely, you know, it's, it's just involves a lot of love. Uh, how, how do you balance your time between, you know, your wonderful family and also just enjoying some times outside of, you know, space lab and snowing in space? <sighs> it's a very good question. Well, 
not only that, but I do have a, an, another job. Uh, so, you know, I still have the advertising agency, and which takes up a considerable amount of time uh, as well. So, um, you, I, I do have some, some boundaries uh, that I try and stick to uh, as far as my family goes. I, you know, I have a... a set to, you know, I, every, uh, try as best as I can every night to, um, spend the, uh, evening time with, with my son before I put him down to bed. So typically we're able to do, you know, bath time and, and some play time and book time and, and all that. So, and then I try and keep as much of the weekends free as I can. Uh, and you know, sometimes it means working till two thirty in the morning or, or whatever, but uh, just trying to find a good balance uh, while and, and focusing as much time on both as as I can. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, it well, was Paul, in, in in my head. I thought I'll do this before my I'll, I'll get this started now. So <laughs> when he's born, it'll be all right. But really, all I did was <laughs> created a second job for myself when I was already creating another job for myself with my son being born so <laughs> it's been fun. well I I think that because you put you know all your heart and all that you do and you know you're a good family member as well as team partner in snowing in space I I'm sure that that all comes together and we just are so grateful to you Paul for taking the time to share with us what you're doing with snowing in space coffee company how you got it started sharing some of your favorite memories and um, favorite coffee stories with our listeners and we were very excited to hear how Snowing in Space actually, how it was started and where how you've taken it to your current state, which is really exciting. So thank you so much for a wonderful time today. And um, on behalf of our listeners, we've really enjoyed chatting with you, Paul. So thank you so much. And um, I hope that if you would like to continue the conversation as a listener, you can always send us questions at my favorite coffee story um, at at radio at myfavoritecoffeestory.com and we would be so happy to to either share your thoughts on the show or I can answer questions but in the meantime I hope that some of the stories were inspiring um, if you've been thinking about maybe an idea uh, how you can maybe put your idea into actual practice how Paul inspired us and also enjoy a good cup of coffee now and then with your family members and so thank you so much for spending this time with us this this week and we look forward to having you join us next week on my favorite coffee story in the meantime have a relaxing week and we wish you a wonderful aloha thank you for taking an hour out of your busy week to join us on my favorite coffee story please tune in again for another edition with your host aniko samoji next tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel until then we hope you'll have a relaxing week